Hello, can we please talk about UFC Vegas 58? Uh, Rafael Fazeev against Rafael Desanos. That's going to be a hell of a fight. What a brilliant main event. I've been looking forward to that fight for, for quite a while, ever since it was it was been postponed once before. But they're finally going to lock horns this Saturday. And there, there are a couple of intriguing fights on that fight card. So if you're new to this, basically what I do is I go down the fight card. I do a bit of research into a few fights, like three fights on this one that I have picked out that I think uh, are going to be fun fights and that I've just enjoyed researching. So basically, I take a look at both fighters, break down their strengths, their weaknesses, and then I make a pick and I put a bet down. This is often terrible, but the research is there. You can use that research to make your own assessments and put your own bets down because the re I just love watching fights. That's the, that's what I love doing. It. I, I just love watching fights. It's it's just one of my favourite things to do. So what I do is I watch the fights, I do some research, and then I bring that research to you guys so that you can make some informed picks. And honestly, it just makes me enjoy the event a little bit more when I know the fighters a little bit. You know, you're looking at... It, there's just a bit more intrigue there. So if that all sounds good, stay with me for the Burt Locker Fights in 15 for UFC Vegas 58. <laughs> So we're starting off in the bantamweight division, 135 pounds. So you've got Douglas Silva de Andrade, or de Andrade, uh, Andrade, I, I, he's a Brazilian, so I imagine that's Andrade. So Douglas, de Sil Douglas Silva de Andrade versus Saeed Namagamadov. No relation to Khabib, I might add, no relation. So... Look, basically, look, you've got Saeed Namagamadov. He's no relation to Khabib, but he is outside, out of that part of the world. You know, one of those Russian uh, wrestlers. So, it, obviously, his grappling is very good. Master of sport in mixed martial arts, in MMA, I should add, as well. Now, from what we've seen of Saeed, he tends to come out very fast. He comes out swinging. I like that. Joe, he, he's very good on the feet. He throws a lot of spinning attacks. And I think the reason for that is he's not concerned with the takedown because his submissions are very, very good. Basically, what he usually does is he will he will throw spinning attacks, throw long strikes. He's quite a long fighter for 135 pounds, and he will throw those unorthodox attacks. He will, he will with no regard for being taken down. And then when his opponent shoots in, that's when he's going to start locking up the submissions. We saw that against Cody Stamen. Uh, that guillotine on Cody Stamen was a work of art. It was perfectly executed. Absolutely fantastic. Like, Namagamadov is dangerous. Like I said, no relation to Khabib, but he is very dangerous. Very long for that weight class as well. And he uses the length very, very well, especially on the feet. Now... His opponent, uh, I'm going to call him De Andrade, uh, just because it's shorter, or Douglas, or maybe Silva, maybe uh, maybe Andrade. I'll call him Andrade just for the sake of this video, because if I'm saying Douglas Silva De Andrade every time, I don't I don't know even know if he's got a nickname. Let's say Andrade. So Andrade, he's a beast, man. He is real. He's got so much power in his hands. You go back and watch some of his fights. He, he's got a very, very tight, very tight guard, very tight style, which I like. He um, He's mostly kind of like, he, he prefers boxing. He does throw some kicks. He, I've seen, he, he likes throwing out that stomping kick to the knee, the one that fighters hate so much, because let's be fair, it can be a fight ender. I understand and appreciate why they hate it, but hell of a, it's a legal technique. And it's one that he uses very well. Uh, you saw him use it against Perillo right before he knocked him into mid 
fucking air. Go and watch, like, Andrade versus Perillo. He knocks the dude into mid-air. Clocks him so hard, he flies into mid-air like a fucking video game. I liked it. I like Andrade. He's... He's he's got twenty out of like twenty four wins by knockout so far as I can. Let's have a look. How many wins has he got? Um, twenty eight wins. So he's twenty eight and four. Yeah. So sorry, referring to my database here. And twenty of those wins, twenty. Uh, yeah, twenty of those twenty eight wins are by way of knockout. That's mental. He's got so much power and he's fast as well. And the thing that I. If Saeed, Saeed tends to like to stand with his opponents until they shoot in. I don't think Andrade is going to be shooting in because he loves to stand. I think this one stays on the feet. And if it stays on the feet, like Namagamadov, he's not immune. Joey, you know I mean? nobody's immune to that kind of power. I'd say the power advantage is definitely going to be in the in the hands of of Andrade. That, that I, I think that's fair to say. And. Don't get me wrong, Saeed Namagamadov is, is a very, very good fighter. If he's smart, he'll probably be slick enough to take this to the ground and lock up a submission. Because, uh, you know, uh, Andrade, he has skills on the ground, obviously, they all do. But it, I don't think he's accredited. And obviously, Namagamadov, we've seen him just lock up so many submissions. I would think that Namagamadov actually does have an advantage on the ground. I don't think it's going to the ground. I think they stand. And I think if they stand, you've got Andrade coming in with all that power... Look, if he lands on Namagamadov, Namagamadov's going to sleep. And that's what I'm rolling the dice on here. Look, take those, uh, take take the research that I've done into these fighters. And honestly, like 50% of the time, uh, Namagamadov will win by decision if he wins. And uh, of those, of the 50% finishes, it is 50-50 on whether it's a knockout or a submission. So take make of that whatever you will. The safer bet here is likely Namagamadov by decision. That is the safe bet. The safe bet is... I've, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in the safe bet. So I'm going to take Andrade by knockout. Because you're getting 7-1 to one on a man who has got 20 fucking knockouts on his record. You don't have 20 knockouts by accident. I'm putting that on the bet slip. Boom. Terrible bet. Now the next one I'm going to be breaking down is going to be in the £155 division. Mr. Michael Johnson taking on Jamie Malarkey. This is going to be a really good fight. This one is exclusive to my Patreon. So head on over to the Burt Locker on Patreon if you would like to see this breakdown. So then we, we move on to the main event. Now this fight I've been looking forward to for a bloody long time. Rafael de Sanos against Rafael de Fiziev or Rafael Fiziev. I called him Fiziev, but uh, I, I got the pronunciation all right. It's Fiziev apparently. So anyway... When you're looking at these guys, it's it look. Rafael de Santos has been around for a long fucking time. You know, both, like on, like the the tail of the tape is more or less the same. They're both five foot eight. They both got you know, you know de Santos has got seventy inch reach. Fazeev's got the seventy one inch reach. But for me, Fazeev on the feet is class. He is world class. He's better than world class. He's so good on the feet. It's just how he how he goes for like the low kicks, the very low kicks to the calf are a real problem because he throws everything with so much power. His leg his leg kicks are just disgusting. And 
he and he couples that with so much power in his hands. He throws everything with power. Even when he doesn't throw it hard, it lands with power if it lands. He's just got that kind of drilled in because he's a coach at Tiger Muay Thai over in Thailand. He's he's his striking is like breathing. That's how effortless it is. And that's what I love about watching Rafael Fazeev. Now, to Sanyos, the key for me here is that he is a fucking long-standing fighter with high IQ. His fight IQ is phenomenal. He knows he knows where people's strengths are and he knows where his strengths are and he knows where he needs to take the fight. Look, he's fought dangerous strikers before. Don't forget, he knocked out Benson Henderson. Do you know what I mean? Benson Henderson is a dangerous striker in his own right. I don't think Benson Henderson is nearly as sharp as Rafael Fazeev. I think on the feet, Rafael Fazeev might be as sharp as it gets, honestly. He's that good on the feet. But this is mixed martial arts. This is not kickboxing. When we saw DeSanjos fighting uh, Anthony Pettis uh, for the title, Pettis is obviously a dangerous striker himself with good wrestling. The thing that stands out for me is look at how easily he was able to take Pettis down. He took Pettis down and he beat the fuck out of him because DeSanjos knew where the path of least resistance was. Dosanos is very good at finding that path of least resistance. Even when you saw him against um, Paul Felder fairly recently, he was able to just like hang with him on the feet, take him down. He's so versatile. He, he can attack in every facet of MMA. Whereas Fazeev, you know what he's going to try and do. He will try and keep it standing. I'm a huge fan of Raphael Fazeev. I hope Rafael Fazeev wins this because honestly, I think that um, De Sanjos is closer to the end of his career than the start. No disrespect, but that I think that's probably fair to say. And I just, I kind of want to see what Rafael Fazeev can do, but he's got a real tough test of him in front of him this weekend. He really does. Now, Fazeev is coming in as quite a heavy favourite here, but I think people are, maybe even the bookmakers are forgetting just how good Rafael de Sanjos is because he's like I said he's he's a former champion right you saw what he did against Anthony Pettis against Spencer against some really high level opponents really high level strikers as well but he can take the fight to the ground if he needs to he can stand the strike if he needs to his, his body kicks are fantastic I don't think he's going to stand and trade kicks with Fazeev honestly I think he's going to stand for long enough just so that he can shoot in power double and get that takedown. And this is where we're going to see how good Fazeev's takedown defense is. For me, you're getting some really good value on Rafael de Sanjos. Because de Sanjos is not just a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. When he gets the fight to the ground, he's not just a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. He is a former world jiu-jitsu champion, 2003. Right? De Sanjos has 10 submissions on his record, right? So he's not just like, he hasn't just got the credentials. He uses them in mixed martial arts as well. You saw that against Kevin Lee. Kevin Lee got him into in a head and arm choke. Brilliant. I think that's what we see here. I think that, honestly, there's a good chance that Rafael De Sanjos is very good at getting the fight to the ground. Uncharacteristic for a lot of Brazilian jiu-jitsu guys is De Sanjos can actually take fights to the floor where... He can have a real advantage. He will have a huge advantage over Fazeev on the floor. As big an advantage as 
Fazeev has on the feet because that is a huge advantage. I'm not going to lie. I think that Desanyos also has a great advantage on the floor. And we will see how good Fazeev is grappling. Now, I might be... A part of me wants to just see Fazeev just knock Desanyos out. Not that I wish him ill or anything. I just feel like he's the next phase of, the, of this division. But I don't. I, I, I honestly think that I've just got a feeling that Desanyos is going to spoil the party here. I think that Desanyos is going to get those takedowns, and when he's on the floor, he's going to have such a huge advantage. He could find that submission. You're getting plus seven, six to one on the submission, which is just crazy considering the credentials that Rafael Desanyos has. And if it goes to the floor, I feel like he's going to have an easy-ish time there. Uh, you know, I, I've not seen Fazeev on the floor because he's a kickboxer. But generally, kickboxers don't react too well when you grab and throw them on the floor and start pulling on their arms. It's just generally... That's a generalisation, but it's a, it's a fairly true generalisation. I'm looking forward to this fight. Whichever way it goes, I'm going to be really happy. But I'm betting on Desanyos by submission. Get him plus seven, six to one on that. So what I'm going to do is put all these three bets together onto one bet slip. It's my MMA scratch card, except when you scratch it off, you get to see fighters fighting, people punching, you know, people submitting, all that good stuff. So I am taking uh, Andrade by knockout. I am taking Michael Johnson by knockout. And I am taking Rafael de Sanos, RDA, to get one more in the win column, one more submission. And you put that all together, you're getting 280 to 1. It's worth a quid. That's my MMA scratch card of the week. Who are you betting on, guys? I want to know. Look, let me know in the comments. It really helps. If you enjoyed the video, please let me know what you enjoyed about it. Or just hit like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, if you didn't like the video, let me know in the comments. Do, what, what can I do to make it better? You know, just, just let me know. It all helps, guys. But most importantly, let me know who you're betting on because I'm really interested to know. I, I like seeing who people like in certain fights. It, it often reveals fighters to me that I was previously unaware of because that's what it's about. There are so many great fighters out there and it's a treat to watch them every time. So enjoy the fights. And until next time, keep those odds long and those bets terrible.